This is Canada Last Week, a look at the events that transpired in Canada and around the globe from a uniquely Canadian perspective. On this episode, unrelated expert John Cryer takes a kick at panic in the prairies. Canada welcomes cootie cousins back across the border. Olympic sex boxes. Look at my rocket. No, please look at my rocket. And more. Morning, good afternoon, good evening, Canada. This is Canada Last Week. I'm your host, Brittlestar. We begin with news that Canada will once again welcome U.S. visitors as of August 9th. The Canada-U.S. border has been closed to non-essential travel since March 2020. Though Canadians have not been allowed to travel to the U.S. by land, they have been allowed to enter the country by air. This seemingly unaddressed loophole in regulation was welcomed this past winter by rich people and your charmingly racist and deceptively conservative grandparents on your dad's side, who have a place in Fort Myers, and if they could survive Obama, they can sure as hell survive COVID. The Canadian tourism industry is eagerly awaiting a much-needed influx of American tourist dollars, though they are less eager to go back to explaining that just because you pay for something in American cash doesn't mean you get American cash back in change. I mean, for God's sake, you're in a whole different country. Though the Canadian border will be opening on August 9th to fully vaccinated Americans, the American border remains essentially closed to Canadians until at least August 21st. Most Canadians have said they're fine with the delay as it gives them time to see what states will still be operating and which will have turned into zombie COVID variant wastelands. Canada is now more vaccinated than America. With Canada last week now at more than 52% of the total population fully vaccinated compared to the U.S.'s 48%, Canadians are now turning their efforts to explaining to Americans online that, yes, you guys have more people than we do. This is a percentage, not a number of people. That's how this works. Oh, I give up. However, experts are concerned that the vaccination rate in Canada is beginning to show signs of slowing down. With 0.98% of Canadians getting vaccinated each day this past week, we're still just ahead of France, who are at 0.92%, and distressingly miles ahead of future Walking Dead spin-off, the United Kingdom, who are at 0.34%. Some have said that if we make cannabis and alcohol sales require proof of double vaccination, this whole thing would be over in a week, and we'd have, like, the biggest party ever two weeks after that. In world news, Freedom Day in the UK. More specifically, in England, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson coined the look-we-can-do-stuff-like-America name Freedom Day for this past Monday, when all government-placed COVID-related restrictions were removed for the country. The move came under some criticism as COVID cases in England have been on the rise as late, averaging over 42,000 new cases per day. Taking their stiff upper lip reputation to heart, the English have said, if we can survive the blitz, we can survive this. 
though instead of the Germans bombing us, it's us bombing us. Prime Minister Johnson was unavailable for comment as he is self-isolating for coming into close contact with someone with COVID. UK Health Secretary Sajid Javid was unavailable for comment as well because he has COVID. No word yet as to clarification on whether Boris Johnson meant the freedom in Freedom Day was for the people of England or the coronavirus. Here with a look on the impact of Freedom Day in a classic English pub is me. All right, mate. Oh, hey, it's so great to be back in England. I know that accent. You're American. Uh, Canadian. Sorry, sorry. What brings you to Obladi? Uh, I thought since you guys had Freedom Day that it would be safe to come and visit. Absolutely. What can I get you? Um, what do you have to drink? Anything your heart desires. How about a pie COVID? Sorry, what? Maybe a glass of COVID? What? COVID on ice. Warm day out, could hit the spot right in the lungs. Does everything have COVID in it? Not really. It's not in it. It's all around us, in it. We've decided to just ignore it. Oh, and food? I've got just the thing, an English classic. Fish and COVID. Uh, no worries. More of a COVID and chips, man, are you? COVID and mash? Bangers and COVID? Spotted dick. Oh, that one doesn't have COVID? Nah, yeah, it does. The spots are probably from the effects of long COVID. Can you tell me how to get to Scotland? Yeah, there we The Olympic Games have officially kicked off in Tokyo. This is what the athletes have been working towards their whole lives. Empty stadiums, threat of disease, and cardboard beds. Though initially reported that the cardboard beds and the athletes' accommodations were part of an effort to reduce opportunities for the Olympians to have sex, it was later clarified by officials that the uncomfortable but still totally doable shag boxes were actually in place in an effort to make the games more environmentally conscious. The Olympics this year also feature eight athletes from Manitoba. The remaining 16 people in Manitoba will be cheering on the athletes from home. In related news, there is rising concern over the fairness between men's and women's apparel for the games after the Norwegian beach handball team was fined for not wearing bikini bottoms in a recent tournament. No word as yet on if the men's Olympic soccer teams in a show of solidarity will be trading in their standard shorts for budgie smugglers, giving a whole new meaning to handball. The Billionaire's Space Race. Now turning to, yeah, it's cool, but is now the best time? News. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos blasted into almost space. Let's listen to the press conference post-successful launch and flight of the Foreskin Firecracker. Thank you for joining us on this historic day. As you all know, founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, successfully rocketed into space today on the most phallic rocket ship in history, in what was the most expensive same-day prime delivery ever. And Mr. Bezos heard your voices when you said, you're super rich, like crazy rich. Please end poverty and starvation. Maybe help out with the huge global health event going on. He responded, how's about I lay bare all my fears of inadequacy in the form of a massive jet-powered wiener? 
To the critics, we say, we can continue our push towards super cool space travel and make things better for everyone here on Earth. We can do both. We just don't want to. I mean, one is like super crazy cool, and the other one's really, really boring. What are you gonna do? Not use Amazon? <laughs> Good luck with Walmart online. <laughs> Remember to renew your Prime memberships. Toronto Mayor John Tory gets a haircut. Dashing hopes of an all-Toronto City Council version of Jesus Christ Superstar, Toronto Mayor John Tory has received his first haircut since the city went into lockdown over a year ago. The haircut brings an end to rumors that Toronto would be the first city in Canada to have a mayor with white guy dreads. Maintaining the mayor's luscious locks were said to be the most effective threat for the enforcement of health protocols to help end the lockdown and reopen hair salons. Toronto experiences the worst air quality in North America. Thanks in part to almost 900 active wildfires across Canada, Toronto experienced the worst air quality in North America this past Tuesday. In fact, Toronto was third worst in the world behind Kuwait City, Kuwait and Lima, Peru. Said one Torontonian, I haven't had this much trouble breathing since I walked through a crowd of vaping teens outside the Queen Street entrance to the Eaton Centre. Professional soccer may be coming to Saskatchewan. The Canadian Premier League is looking at a possible franchise in Saskatoon, quickly followed by another team in Regina. With over 40,000 participants in the game of soccer every year in Saskatchewan, Regina-based businessman behind the push to bring soccer to the prairies, Al Simpson, described the interest in soccer as massive. Whether a Saskatchewan massive is the same as an anywhere else massive is yet to be determined. Here to take the corner kick on Saskatchewan soccer is actor, writer, director, producer, and unrelated expert, John Cryer. Thanks for joining us, John. Glad to be here. I want to get right to it and first ask, what exactly is soccer? Uh, it is a game. Uh, the impression I, I, that it's, it's uh, it, that, that my, my understanding is uh, uh, you people uh, saw American football and decided... Let's have a lot less points. Uh, let's not use our hands. Uh, and let's make the ball round. Uh, that, that's, that's my understanding of how the game came to be. Is that, uh, is that accurate? Well, I, I mean, it's yet to be confirmed, but it certainly does shed some light on it. Uh, and I appreciate that. I want to also ask why you're so, why you're so adamant that there's mm -hmm. a need for two professional soccer teams in a province with a population of just over 1 million. Uh, because we want everybody in those provinces to play on the team physically. Uh, they, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the hope, is that uh, every single person will get a chance to play uh, at some point at a professional level. And uh, aren't you concerned that the people in the seats higher up in the stands in Saskatoon will be able to see the game in Regina for free, you know, because it's so flat there? Uh, that, that is part of the allure, I think, uh, uh, is that, uh, you know, when the, 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 the cheap seats, uh, are cheap for a reason. Uh, uh, <laughs> but if you bring a telescope, you're good to go. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, 
Uh, I think uh, uh, that is the, the, the gorgeous, flat uh, beauty of, of the region, uh, is its flatness. Uh, it's, 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 it, you only really need two dimensions. Who, who needs a third dimension? Not me. Is it uh, wrong to giggle when someone tells you that they can't wait to get into Regina? Uh, no, it is never wrong to giggle at anything that sounds even remotely similar to vagina. Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, lemonade. Ha <laughs> ha. It's funny because it sounds sort of close to. No, it doesn't. Right. Uh, uh, but, you know, it's always good to giggle, uh, uh, you know, in a, in, as though one is uh, an 11 year old uh boy uh, now there are only eight teams currently in the canadian premier league um can i get you on record here saying that you'd be willing to give some of the players a ride to games uh uh yes i, I i'm uh, happy to um i i mean i'm gonna have to make a few stops because i do an uber uh you know I'm, i i drive uh, for them so you know there's gonna be some stops involved but if you're cool with that yeah why not and I've got about 20 seconds left. If you were uh, to be in charge of naming each of the teams, what would their names be? The Regina, whatever, and the Saskatoon, whatever. What would the names be? Ah, uh, gosh, that's a tough one. Because, uh, you know, it's, a, it's fraught with uh, cultural uh, things. But, you know, uh, 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 I, I, the Saskatoon Spittoons, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, uh, that's good because it's got a, a, sort of an alliterative sort mm -hmm. of thing. Uh, and the Regina Vaginas, uh, also has a nice, you know, when, when things rhyme, people like that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I think, I think both of those are winners. That's fantastic. There you have it. Some excellent insight to actor, writer, director, producer, and unrelated expert, John Cryer. Thank you for your insight, John. Uh, you're very welcome for my insight. That was Canada Last Week on Canada Last Week. I'm your host, Brittle Star. Please join us again by subscribing and telling all of your friends. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Canada.